Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm here. Here I am. Hour number two. That was a quick hour. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're excited to welcome Amy Trask here in moments. We haven't even put up our Game of the Week poll yet. Actually, I didn't want to cannibalize with our other poll because we still have our other poll that's ongoing, and and that's us asking you which matchup do you want to see in the Super Bowl. Uh, So I think I'll retweet that now as we're making small talk. It's after hours, CBS on our Twitter, and then also on our Facebook page, which is super easy, named after the show. Uh, Producer Jay and I spent, I don't know, about an hour or so earlier doing a little planning, uh, looking ahead to Super Bowl week and putting together our wish list for our guests. Uh, And we may actually start early because we're making plans for next week too. Uh, You know, there's that dead Sunday, so to speak, with kind of this weird Pro Bowl skills competition that the Mannings are leading. Uh, But yeah, we're getting down to the end and we want to go out with a bang. Our phone number is 855-212-4227. We got a lot to talk about with Amy from a new head coach in Carolina to the Dallas changes, but not at the top. Obviously getting ready for the Final Four in Championship Sunday. So we're pleased to welcome her. She's a 30-year CEO with the Raiders, or 30 years with the Raiders, a longtime CEO, now with that other pregame show on CBS Sports Network and pops in here and there. She's an author, she's a leader, and she is one of my favorite Amy's. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for a few minutes, Amy. A lot of people are big fans of Frank Reich. Around the NFL, you you hear people speak very highly of him. What does he bring to the table as he takes over now with the Panthers? Well, certainly, as you noted, he has a history with the organization, uh, was their quarterback uh, many, many, many years ago, and he is a very, very well-respected coach uh, throughout the league. And it's not mutually exclusive to say that Steve Wilkes did a tremendous job there and had the absolute support of the locker room. Players spoke out saying they wanted to play for Steve, and he may well have gone on to do terrific things with that team. So too may Frank. Those two comments are not mutually exclusive, and I hope Steve gets another chance somewhere else. Um, But it'll be interesting to see how Frank does. And by the way, how exciting is this for Frank and for (laughs) Panthers fans and Colts fans? I the Colts go to Carolina next year. So that should be an interesting matchup. The Panthers are an example of a franchise in recent memory who have just continued to change. That's really been the constant for the Panthers, for the Colts, for the Browns, even for the Giants uh, before this year with Brian Dayball. How does it affect the players and the coaches in a locker room? Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that about the Panthers because since Ron Rivera was terminated, 
they've been through, if you count interim head coaches. You know, they had Ron Rivera, who they fired. They've had two interim head coaches. They've had Matt Rule, who they fired. They have been changing coaches a lot since Ron was terminated. And, you know, Ron was there for a while, but then they haven't been able to find someone that they were satisfied with. Although, again, I'll note that Steve did a tremendous job, really, without a lot of assets um, in in various positions on the team. Um, And boy, if you look at the list of quarterbacks Carolina has been through since Cam Newton, it just goes on and on and on and on. So you're right. There hasn't been stability there at coach or at quarterback. I have this phrase that I use on the radio about sports in general, but it certainly does apply to several NFL franchises. Constant change equals constant losing. There is a correlation between the two. When all you're doing is pulling out uh, the plants that you've put down, they never have a chance to grow roots, and everybody else is in constant flux as well. You know, it's an interesting conundrum because – If something really, really isn't right and you absolutely know it's not right and can't work, a very strong argument can always be made that consistency simply for the sake of consistency doesn't work well at times. But to your point, you're absolutely right. If you don't give a plant a chance to grow its roots. By the way, great analogy to bring plants into this. I love that. And by the way, I do not have a green thumb. So while we're on the plant concept, I'll just let you know that when I put plants in the ground, I explain to them that it's going to be the Darwin theory in my garden. Only the strongest plants are going to survive. Survival of the fittest. (laughs) Right. Listen, plants, I'm putting you in the ground and only the strong plants are going to be able to live here. (laughs) My lack of a green thumb aside, you know, it's a great analogy used because you really do need plants to take root in order to survive. But again, you don't want consistency for the sake only of consistency. And I think that's a very fine line between those two. Mm, I'm a big time plant person. Uh, in fact, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says, I have too many plants, said no one ever. And the whole front of the t-shirt <laughs> is covered by various types of plants. I highly suggest naming them, actually. That seems to work for me. Okay, I love plants too. I just don't have a green thumb because, you know, you got to you, you got to take care of them. And you yeah, do. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll just turn my plant situation over to you. That sounds like fun. Amy Trask is with us, longtime Raiders CEO and now longtime analyst for CBS Sports. You can catch her on that other pregame show on Sundays. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. What do you make of this coaching carousel that has seemingly ground to a, a snail's pace? Well, we did see the hire today that you mentioned earlier in the show or earlier in our conversation. Um, And oftentimes what we see is a little bit of a domino effect, that when the first one is hired, other teams mobilize a little bit more quickly, perhaps fearing that, all right, one's gone. Now we better make our move before someone else does. So I wouldn't be surprised over the next few days to see additional positions filled Um, We shall see if that happens. Of course, the whole Sean Payton issue is very, very interesting. Uh, He's out there. He's obviously not going to Carolina. There's been rumors that, you know, Denver might be a spot for him, although Denver is also looking at a number of other coaches. Uh, I know this. If I were the New Orleans Saints, 
I would take a whole lot less in draft compensation from an AFC team than I would from an (laughs) NFC team because I wouldn't want him in my conference. So if there's an AFC team out there like Denver, if I'm the Saints, I get word to them, hey, if you want Sean Payton, I'll take less from you than I would from an NFC team because I don't want them in our conference. Mm, Well, and it would have to be less with Denver because they gave up so much to get Russell Wilson. So they're a little draft capital strapped, if you will. Why is Sean Payton worth the wait, in your opinion? Well, I think he's a terrific head coach. Is it the question, are you willing to wait or are you willing to pay the draft compensation? I don't know that anyone's going to be willing to wait a particularly long period of time. It's a very win-now league in many respects. Not all organizations are that way. Not all team owners are that way. But many want to win, particularly if they have a roster geared for winning now. If you have a, a team of players ready to win now that might not be together for a long period of time, then you're not going to wait. But the draft choice compensation is an issue, as you noted, particularly for teams which have given up a number of picks. But again, if I'm New Orleans, number one, I want to do the right thing by Sean. Um, But number two, I'll take a lot less to get him out of my conference. (laughs) But it does seem to happen that when one team hires a particular type of coach, offensive coordinator comes from Sean McVay's staff, something along those lines, a lot of the other teams will try that pattern. Who are a couple of other names out there that you think will make solid head coaches or at least should get shots and opportunities? Well, D'Amico Ryans is obviously a name that, is and should be atop the list of many teams. But another name uh, is David Shaw. David Shaw, most recently the head coach at Stanford. And, you know, I can't say enough good things about David. And by the way, I went to Cal. So here's this (laughs) Cal girl raving about a Stanford head coach. But I had the opportunity to work with David when he was with the Raiders. And I just think the world of him. I actually loved him in college because – If I had a son or a daughter who was a collegiate athlete, he is precisely the man I would want coaching them. So I loved that he was in college. The only day I rooted against him during the year was when Stanford played Cal. But I think he would also be a tremendous head coach in the National Football League. Mm. Amy Trask is with us after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. The Dallas situation fascinates me, too, because head coach is staying Defensive coordinator has chosen for the second year in a row to stay put as opposed to go somewhere else where he could have been a head coach again. We don't yet know about the OC, but a bunch of coaches underneath Mike McCarthy have been let go. What's your reaction to that? Well, one person I was particularly disappointed to see let go was running back coach Skip Pete. Skip is someone with whom I worked as well, and I think Skip is a tremendous coach and a tremendous man, so that was disappointing. Dan Quinn remaining is very, very interesting, Mm. and we, of course, don't know precisely why he chose to stay or commitments made to him that enticed him to say, did he just think, you know what, I'm really happy here. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I don't need to look for the next opportunity. We don't know what went into that decision, but it was a decision that is very much to the benefit of the Cowboys. I got to ask you this question because I asked my audience and we got a pretty diverse reaction. Which team suffered the more disappointing end to its season, Buffalo or Dallas? Yes. The answer is yes. I'll go with option C. Tremendously disappointing 
for both. You know, I, I guess the only thing that would push me a bit to the Buffalo side of that equation is Buffalo was home for that playoff game. Dallas was on the road. Buffalo has one of the most magnificent home field environments. Those fans are cacophonous, very, very hard place to go. And by the way, as I talk about this, I think I'm having, you know, PTSD about us going there in the playoffs and losing 51 to 3. And we lost there another time in the playoffs. And I raise that because it is a hard, hard place for a visiting team to win. So, you know, my answer is tremendously disappointing for both teams, but I guess I would give the edge to Buffalo simply because they were at home. I sometimes talk about uh, the Warriors and how they went to those five straight NBA finals. They've been so good now for this stretch with their core group of Steph and Clay and Draymond and obviously Steve Kerr. And how many other teams in the West in the NBA would have had great success, maybe would have reached the NBA finals or won titles, if not for playing in the era of this Golden State Warriors team. And I think about the Bills and all the promise and, of course, the sky-high expectations But right now they're playing in this era where the Chiefs and the Bengals have become the teams to beat. And sometimes it's not just about you. You got to go through the best to be the best. Well, that's exactly right. And one thing everybody has to remember is injuries. And it's part of the game. And I remember early, early, early in my career, we had suffered a bunch of injuries. And I was in um, talking to Al, Al Davis. And I was moaning and groaning about the injuries. And he (laughs) said to me, No one cares. He didn't mean that no one in the organization cared about the players. Of course we did. He didn't mean that fans didn't care about the players. Some, of course, did. What he meant was, at the end of the day, people just want you to win. Mm. So, you know, they might care about the men who were injured, but the fact is, when he said no one cares about injuries, what his intent was, what 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 he was communicating was, Injuries are part of the game. Nobody's going to pay attention. Are you winning or are you losing? They're not going to factor in those injuries. And the reason I raise that is the Von Miller injury was a big injury for the Bills. And yes, other teams have had injuries as well. And yes, injuries are part of the game. And as Al said, when people are expecting you to win, it's go win. We don't care whether you've had injuries or not. Go win. But that was a big injury for the Bills. Do you think that would have applied if we didn't have a Patrick Mahomes available this weekend? Well, you know what, in the sense, and again, I want to be very, very clear. I'm not saying that nobody has compassion for an injured player. Sure. I'm not saying that no one cares for the man who is injured. But what Al was expressing and, and the quote I shared was, his point was, you got to win. People want you to win. The goal is to win if Patrick Mahomes couldn't play or if Jalen Hurts couldn't play, I mean, that is, as they said, um, I think it was in The Wizard of Oz, a horse of a different color. Is that The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> you are the first who's ever broached The Wizard of Oz, which is perfect. I used that in an interview earlier, the day, and I said, you know, when Carolina made the decision to move on from Steve Wilkes, I said, Steve Wilkes did a magnificent, magnificent job there, 
And Carolina may come to realize there's no place like home. Remember when Dorothy said that? Amazing. Of course. That was the first movie I was ever allowed to watch. The Wizard of Oz and The Sound of Music when I was seven, eight years old. Getting to the promised land, the yellow brick road on your way to the Super Bowl. there you go. Yeah, I might work that in. Amy Trask is a longtime Raiders CEO. We always love her stories about working with Al Davis, even those that include shouting matches. Even as we head into championship weekend here on CBS Sports Radio, the Giants have both a quarterback and a running back that are coming off really exceptional seasons. They would like to keep them both, but sometimes you can't pay them both. So I am wondering, in your opinion, how do you value running backs when you see rookies come in and make a huge impact right away or say a Tony Pollard has had a better season than their highly paid running back? Where do you fall and how do you value running backs when it comes to trying to divvy up your resources, Aim? 32 different teams. 32 different head coaches, 32 different general managers, 32 different ownership groups, and they're going to evaluate it differently in every circumstance. There is no one-size-fits-all for that question. I value the running game. Um, Look, the running game and the passing game are inextricably connected. The better you run the ball, the the easier it will be to pass the ball. The better you pass the ball, the easier it's going to be to run the ball. If you're running the ball effectively, that's going to have to be defended, and it's going to open things up in the passing game. I love the running game. That doesn't mean to the exclusion of the passing game, but, you know, different people evaluate it very differently. Mm. Well, then do you give your running back a, a big deal like the one that Ezekiel Elliott got? Um, look, I am going to apologize now for being your persnickety guest, but I am the one that went to law school. So I'm going to say in my legal background and with my training, Your Honor, that calls for a hypothetical objection. (laughs) All right, Aim. All right. I like persnickety, too. That's a good word. Persnickety is a great word. (laughs) Okay, so we've got four teams still remaining, uh, our final four in the NFL. What do you think is one factor that has powered them to this point? All right. Um, I've never been one to pay attention to directions. I've what, you know, Every single report card my parents ever got for me, like from kindergarten through 12th grade, doesn't follow directions, doesn't listen to the teacher. No. So in that spirit, <laughs> I'm going to give you more than one answer for okay. each because I just I don't follow directions. <laughs> every report card doesn't follow directions, doesn't pay attention, doesn't oh listen gosh. to the teacher. I wouldn't have thought that about you. Really? Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Kansas City magnificent, magnificent head coach and phenomenal quarterback. Okay. Um, When you look at that matchup of, you know, there are a lot of teams with good head coaches. There are a lot of teams with good head uh, quarterbacks. But when you look at Kansas City, tremendous head coach, tremendous quarterback, and by the way, phenomenal home field advantage. Kansas City and Buffalo were the two, you know, in my experience, in my career, those were the two hardest road environments um, we, we played. Um, so Kansas City, I'm going Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. Cincinnati, there is just something special about Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's a, I'll, I'll use a little French, a je ne sais quoi. He is extraordinarily talented, but there's a swagger to him. Um, very, very special quarterback. San Francisco, wow. That defense, yes. um, tremendous. Kyle Shanahan doing a phenomenal job. And I love the story about Brock Purdy because it proves a point I love to make. The draft is not a science. (laughs) There's no enigma code. They gave up umpteen draft picks to take a quarterback very, very high. 
They took Brock Purdy with the final pick in the draft, known as Mr. Irrelevant, and look what he's doing. So I've got my eye on. But, but that defense is going to keep them in every game. Mm. And Philadelphia, wow. Oh, again, a good, all four head coaches are good. Let me just lay that out there. These are four, four good head coaches. I think, you know, Andy Reid is one who attracts my attention all the time because of his, you know, the, the long stretch he's had of winning. But all four of these final head coaches are very, very good coaches. Um, so I'm certainly, it's not uh, criticism by omission. I just put Andy atop the heap. Uh, and in Philadelphia, again, combination of coach and quarterback. Jalen is a tremendous quarterback. Yeah, you think about Andy Reid and his 20 playoff wins now, 10 with one fries, uh, franchise, excuse me, 10 with another. Uh, he's proven that it's not just about the people that he had, really, or the place where he was. Nah, he, he can do this coaching thing, this winning thing, wherever. Uh, so I, li- I like those answers. Those are awesome. Actually, I was being sarcastic about you not following rules. Uh, I can definitely see that about oh. you. But, yeah, <laughs> but yes, I'm going to remember that on every report card. Refuses to play along. Refuses to follow Everyone. the rules. Everyone doesn't pay attention, doesn't listen, doesn't follow the rules. I should frame those. What did your parents say about that? That'll, we'll save that for a whole nother time. Well, it, I'm sure it doesn't surprise you that all of my detentions were for talking. Um, you know what? Love it. It's worked out fine for both of us. Yes, it definitely has because you are different, and that's what makes you special, Aim. So she's a, As are you. <laughs> thank you. She's a longtime Raiders CEO, and she's an analyst of a different kind. Uh, on CBS Sports Network, you'll see the other pregame show, also an author and just one of our favorite guests for Team Amy. So on Twitter, at Amy Trask. As always, thank you, Aim. As always. Absolutely, positively, my pleasure. A treat to join you. Thank you. We like Team Amy. Uh, we've had other Amys on the air, but I would say that as I <laughs> was was telling her, unique and special, and there is no one else like her, which is why she was a pioneer in the NFL. A longtime Raider CEO was able to give it back to Al Davis as good as she got. Uh, and I I wish we still had Aloran to ask him his stories about Amy because she tells great stories about him and good information, too, about the coaching situation and the dominoes that might drop and some of the whys behind uh, the decisions that are made in NFL front offices. So make sure you follow her on Twitter and catch her on CBS Sports Network on Sundays. All right, coming up, uh, we have a new head coach in uh, Carolina, as we just spoke about with Amy, we will not have a new head coach in Pittsburgh, and that would be ridiculous anyway. I laugh when people suggest that. Art Rooney on Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney on Kenny Pickett. Don't hear from Mr. Rooney a lot. So, uh- Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Preach this week. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Steelers behind the change, a third and 15 from the 31 of Cleveland. They bring four. Pickett throws it down the middle. Touchdown, George Pickens. Pickett to Pickens from 31 out. And the Steelers in position to tie it up. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Bill Hillgrove on Steelers Radio. They were still alive until the very last week of the regular season. And... It didn't look as though their season would follow that arc. It certainly looked as though it would be the first year under Mike Tomlin in which the Steelers had a losing record, but that did not happen. <laughs> they they finished right there at 500, and so once again, no losing campaigns in the now 15 years under Mike Tomlin. And yet there are still people who question if a coaching change should be made Here's what I would have to say about that. If Mike Tomlin somehow got let go, which was never going to happen, but if he did, I would start a petition. Uh, I generally don't draw attention to the fact that I've been a Broncos fan since age 13, but I would start a petition. Anybody I could (laughs) that uh, represented Broncos Nation or, or is part of Broncos Nation, we need Mike Tomlin. That's it. Sign this petition if you would like the Broncos to hire Mike Tomlin. But I'm not even sure we would have time for that because it would take a nanosecond before another team out there scooped up Mike Tomlin. It would would happen so fast. Forget Sean Payton and how teams covet Sean Payton. Uh, No, no, no. Mike Tomlin, they'd be throwing bags of money at him. Please, come coach our team. I'm just appreciative. You are. You are, and something about... No need to shoot the hostages or something like that. <laughs> there's to no shoot a hostage, if you will. There's no one in the NFL like Mike Tomlin. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. His track record speaks for it's himself. But again, there were people that questioned whether or not a coaching change should be made. So Art Rooney speaking to Missy Matthews, who is the team reporter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What about Mike Tomlin this year? I think the number one thing you look at, I, I look at in terms of the job a coach does is, you know, does the team get better over the course of the season? And, and uh, we, you know, we clearly did that. Uh, look, I, I, I don't really evaluate Mike on anything other than I'm glad he's our coach. And, uh, and, I, and I think he'll, uh, hopefully he'll be our coach into the future. And I think he gives us a chance to, you know, win year in and year out and put us in a position that, uh, you know, we have a chance to compete for a championship. So Art Rooney, who is the Steelers president, says, I evaluate him on this 
I'm really glad he's our head coach. I evaluate him on this standard. I want our team to get better over the course of the year, to improve over the course of the year, and that we did. And that is largely because of the progression of the rookie, Kenny Pickett, uh, taking over for Mitch Trubisky, who they brought in to kind of be a stopgap. Maybe happened more quickly than what was expected, and yet he got a lot of real-world snaps. We thought Kenny was going to be on track to become our starter, you know, sooner or later, and and uh, I think it worked out pretty well. And he came in at a time where uh, gave him a, an opportunity to improve and play in some tough games, and and uh, you know, certainly showed uh, down the stretch, uh, you know, leading us on drives to win games late in the game. That's uh, good, good to see. He was exciting. A jolt of energy. He did bring that. Uh, Not to mention the mobility. Certainly can throw the football. And yeah, rookies giveth and they taketh away. But you could see the growth and you could see the team follow him and adapt to him as leader. Can't say enough about our young cube. He didn't urinate down his leg. (laughs) So there's that. Man, that's a great place to begin. <laughs> so Steelers president Art Rooney speaking to Missy Matthews about the season, about Kenny Pickett, about Mike Tomlin, and actually he labeled it positive in 2022. The encouraging thing is that as the season went on, I think we got to be a better team. And uh, even though we started out, you know, dug ourselves a deep hole, uh, guys never stopped fighting. And, uh, you know, we, we kept ourselves alive all the way down to the last game of the season. So, uh it's too bad we didn't make the playoffs, but I, I was encouraged by the way we finished. I know there are people out there who complain that Jerry Jones is too loyal. He hangs on to coaches too long, uh, and maybe that that is the case. I mean, think about Jason Garrett. They maybe could have made the move one or two years more quickly, but it's not as though Jones is the only one uh, who prefers not to be constantly revolving that door of coaches. And as I just spoke to Amy Trask, I believe with all of my heart, there is a very direct connection, a correlation between the number of changes that you make on a year-to-year basis and the lack of consistency, which to me very often equates to losing. So that's why I say constant change equals constant losing. Yeah, you have to figure out when it's time to break away but you can't be impatient if you want to build, right? It takes a little bit longer. Uh, Mike Tomlin is the second longest tenured head coach in the NFL. Uh, uh, No, second longest tenured, tenured head coach in Steelers history. Excuse me for that. But he is one of the longest tenured head coaches in the league, along with a Pete Carroll, a Bill Belichick. Sean Payton was in that equation too, obviously, until he left this past year. John Harbaugh. So these are your guys. Uh, Andy Reid now actually has been in Kansas City for quite a while too. But these are your stalwarts. And think about the consistency that has come with these men being in charge of their teams, right? So we talked about Tomlin, uh, the 15, is it 15 years, 16 years? What's he been there in? Tomlin got there in 07. 07. Okay. So I'm that, going off the uh, top of my head here, but right, I'm so pretty that, sure it's 07. That would be 16 seasons then of? Yeah, math is not my strong suit. <laughs> 16 seasons in which he's never had a losing record, and they have Super Bowl, obviously. 
Um, he's this first year without Ben Roethlisberger. So in that respect, there you've got to have a little bit of a, a cushion, a margin for allowing some growth. But yeah, if you think about him and Bill Belichick and Andy Reid and John Harbaugh and Pete Carroll, what they have in common is that they're competitive, right? They, they not only incite respect and you know that playing for them uh, puts you kind of ahead of the game, but these are teams that are always in the equation, even when they go through massive changes. Like the Ravens, from Joe Flacco to a quarterback who couldn't have been any different, right, in Lamar Jackson. Uh, talk about a stark change. Bill Belichick, I know there's a lot of complaints about what they've done since Brady left, but that's also a jarring change for a franchise. And so they're trying to figure it out, and and, and yet they still have made the playoffs in these three years and have been part of uh, the competition down until the end. I mean, Pete Carroll, how many times have they almost started over? Now, he wouldn't call it a rebuild, but their roster is completely different from the ones that went to the Super Bowl uh, going back, what was it, nine, ten years ago, eight, nine years ago? And here they are making the playoffs again this season. So to me, that and, and Andy Reid too, obviously, I not just with Patrick Mahomes, but before that in Kansas City, Alex Smith. And so I think consistency is is critical, but very often in the NFL among fans and even among some owners and front offices, it's a it's like a, a trigger happy type of approach where let's we blow it up. Let's just blow it up. I, and it's a year to year thing and it's unfortunate, but yeah, I mean sometimes you have to know too, like when something's not T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission right and it has to move on and mm-hmm. whether it's been a while or it's short and you're looking and you're like this is not going to work and you know it and you got to pull the plug but you got to know and the problem is if you're pulling the plug every two years um ownership you might want to look inward because that's probably you because yeah. you're probably involved more than you should be and you don't know who should be in charge that's the problem usually because it stems from the top when you got stability and ownership and they know how to do it the right way, then you're going to have stability on the field. Well, even if you're not changing your general manager or your coach every year, how about the constant rotating door at quarterback? How has that worked out for the Indianapolis Colts? Right. In the case of the Panthers, they've had both constantly changing coaches the last few years and also changing quarterbacks the last few years. 
Uh, the Browns, same thing. They've changed coaches a bunch, but even under Kevin Stefanski, they've had, what, three different starting quarterbacks now? I mean, it's it's not a great formula for building a foundation because you got to have some consistency. With well, the I think about it too, though. Like I said, if you're, you're changing the GM and the head coach and you bring somebody else in after two years, there's a good chance that they want their guys. Exactly. So and then they want their con- own quarterback. So you're always yeah. constantly changing the right. foundation that you're building every two years. You're breaking it down again. And then you're looking at it and going, well, after two years, there's been no change. Well, yeah, of course, because I changed everything that you had before. <laughs> and I'm still losing because I'm redoing everything. It's so, like a game of Jenga. And you it's have a game to, of Jenga. You have to know when you see it being built properly or if you see it you know, being built on stilts and you don't know and you don't want to do this. So it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but you do have to have some foresight and try to figure out and and stand tall when you're like, no, this is the vision. And you have to kind of hear all that chatter and not deal with it. So Marco Belletti's here in studio. We'll get to his update momentarily. Just want to let you know that they are about to get underway at the Australian Open. This semifinal matchup, Novak Djokovic, obvious the overwhelming favorite he is literally walking on court in melbourne as we speak and he's going against the american unseated 25 year old tommy paul who's never been in a semifinal of a grand slam before so this should be fun he's got nothing to lose novak obviously has all the pressure though let's be fair he's handled plenty of that in his career so that's getting underway we'll have updates you are listening to the after hours podcast A 42-yarder for the win. J.J. jams to snap. Hecker puts it down. Pinheiro swings the leg. The kick is up. It is good! Eddie Pinheiro wins it for Carolina to end the season in New Orleans. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The Panthers finished 6-6 six and six to the season under Steve Wilkes. So once Matt Rule was let go and Steve was promoted to the interim head coach, they finished at 500. And because the NFC South had a down year, putting it mildly, uh, they were still in the running for the championship until week 17, or the division championship, until week 17. Uh, That's when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were finally able to close it out and ultimately they finished below 500, as did every other team in that division, uh, and so it was maybe not a year that you would expect again to be replicated in 2023. Uh, that's really hard to do <laughs> to have all four of your teams below 500, uh, especially when you think about some of the leadership and the talent. The Panthers, though, when they made that coaching change, they traded away Christian McCaffrey. They traded away Robbie Anderson. So two of their top uh, offensive players they also made a change at quarterback and ultimately traded away Baker Mayfield. Oh, gosh. We haven't even thought about Baker Mayfield, but uh, certainly a huge question for him, uh, as is the whole Sam Darnold situation. And now Frank Reich, who is a former quarterback of the Panthers, former quarterback there in Carolina, as well as in other places, and uh, not only a Super Bowl winner as a member of the Eagles staff, but is going to have to start almost completely fresh. I don't know what they do at quarterback, but I do respect Frank Reich. He has a lot of people around the league that think highly of him. And because of that, he should be able to put good people around him. 
So congratulations to him. He wasn't out of work for long. And Ian Rappaport gives us a few of the details on NFL Total Access. A big hire for the Carolina Panthers. The first hire of this cycle. Their new head coach is Frank Reich, the former Colts head coach, noted quarterback guru who did such good things with the quarterback position. Really, at everywhere he's been in something that clearly they're looking for at Carolina. That quarterback position has been a question mark for them for the last several years, hoping that their head coach comes in, solves it, set the culture, and does all sorts of the good things that he did in Indianapolis for several years before he was unceremoniously fired midseason this year. Also, an incredibly cool story. Not only does Frank Reich have relatives in the area, he also is the first quarterback ever for the Carolina Panthers franchise. He gets a four-year deal beating out finalist Steve Wilkes, the interim coach, and Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, who did a really good job and made it tough for the higher-ups in Carolina. That's Ian Rappaport on NFL Total Access, and he says quarterback guru, which is true. He's had a great impact on most of the quarterbacks that he has hired, though obviously he was the one who made the tough decision to, well, I'm sure there was input from above the Colts front office and the Colts ownership, but had to make the tough decision and share that with Matt Ryan when they benched him. And I remember how emotional he was about it and the fact that he apologized to Matt because their O-line was so bad this year. I mean, it, it was supposed to be a strength for them and instead it was the biggest weakness it was the weakest link if you will goodbye it was the weakest link so the the o-line i'm sure uh feels that feels as though they got a quarterback benched and then also were party to having a coach fired frank took a deep breath stepped away, and now has a new opportunity. But certainly there's a lot of pressure. Why? Because of the number of quarterbacks that they have trotted in and then unceremoniously ushered out in Carolina over the last few years, even going back to the end of Ron Rivera's tenure. That was coinciding with the end of Cam Newton. And they had Kyle Allen in there for a while. And then Kyle ends up following Ron Rivera to D.C. I mean, D.C.'s got his own quarterback problems, but... It's been a few guys here and a few guys there. Uh, I, re- I remember going back and counting. Um, I don't don't recall the exact number of quarterbacks, but going back and counting the number of different guys who have filled in, um, filled in, have either gotten that starting job or have who have been on the roster and ended up starting, right? In fact, even as I Google it, it pops up again. I just want to make sure I could uh, look at the names in front of me. Cam was the MVP. He was their most consistent for years uh, between 2011 and then even into 2018. Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater. He started most of the 2020 season, but ultimately uh, ended up, trading him away. P.J. Walker got his first start then. Uh, A little more with Cam when they brought him back in 21. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, back to P.J. Walker. It's been a mess. So that's a lot of pressure on Frank Reich to be able to choose the right guy, whether they go draft, whether he works with Sam Darnold. Certainly he would have an impact on Sam Darnold, uh, but this is not an easy situation. Also not an easy situation 
but better to have a job than not. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, who was fired by the Denver Broncos in the middle of the season, he was hired by the Jets as their offensive coordinator. And already people whispering, hey, remember who he worked with in Green Bay? Is that why Hackett was hired in New York? It's all surface level stuff, you know, because it, it doesn't matter uh, what the connections are. Um, everyone's got a connection to everybody in this league. The most important thing was finding a guy who we felt could continue developing our young guys um, at a very high level and uh, a guy who's done it before, a guy who's had success in this league with, uh, with a variety of different quarterbacks. The former Green Bay offensive coordinator who, as you remember, took the job in Denver. He'd never been a head coach before, and, and clearly the inexperience was a factor in some of the wonky decisions he made to start the season. I just think about that game in Seattle, Broncos back in Seattle, or Russell Wilson back in Seattle with the Broncos, uh, and how at the end it just was a disaster. Um, and so Hackett doesn't make it through the year. Not entirely on him, but the Broncos can't fire Russell Wilson. Uh, so even as they look for the replacement, and Hackett was hired before the new ownership group, so there's that too. What we were talking about with Marco Belletti, if the GM and the coach and the quarterback are not brought in together, if new ownership buys the team, a lot of times they want to be able to hire their own people, conduct their own searches, hire and bring on their own people, and so you get this kind of inconsistency. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 